Kinsey Presno, and this is Kindle and Kerosene, a podcast where I share stories and strategies to inspire, encourage, and challenge you to ignite your life. Whether you need a spark to get started or fuel to keep going, you're in the right place. Let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you. How is it going today? It is Kinsey Presnell here, and I am super excited to be chatting with you for a few minutes today. I sure hope that you are smiling as you move throughout this day and just looking for the hundreds of opportunities that are all around you. It is spring break this week in our house, which means everything is kind of running in chaos, honestly. There's no school. We're on kind of this loose schedule. We've got birthdays coming up. Blaze, my first baby, turns 12 on Saturday, which is really mind-blowing, honestly. I have no idea how he is already turning 12. But, you know, it is just a beautiful mess. And somehow, through the years, I finally allowed myself to just enjoy it. So if you find yourself right now with a house full of kids that are wanting all the things and eating all the foods and up in all of your business, I just want to encourage you to take a minute to stop, to smile, and appreciate the chaos for what it is. So spring, I touched on it a bit last week, but I really, really do love everything about spring The weather, the flowers, the longer days, which, right, we just did the spring forward thing over the weekend last weekend, and it has been quite the adjustment, I have to say, but I'm loving the longer days and just this urge to kind of clean up and clean out. Spring, it always just feels like a fresh start. I remember some years just kind of feeling like January and February were just full of trials and disappointments. The middle to end of March has just always seemed to feel like a fresh start, regardless of what January and February looked like. And I know it's not a new year, but spring just brings that feeling that you have the ability to start over. It's like take two on the new year, but with a little more excitement and a head start. I'm not sure how your year has gone so far. Like maybe you are doing amazing and you're just crushing life. And I really, really hope that is where you find yourself Or maybe you need a new start, a fresh start, right? Maybe the beginning of the year didn't go as planned for you. You might have had some trials or circumstances that you didn't expect. Hello, I completely feel you there. You might have started strong and like really went after your goals and intentions at the beginning of the year. And then as the weeks have gone by, you've kind of slid back into old patterns and behaviors, Regardless of where you find yourself at this very moment, I want you to commit to something. Let's let go of whatever has happened so far in 2021. If it's been a rocky start, it's time to put the past behind you and start moving forward. If it's been great so far, let's acknowledge that. Let's celebrate that. But don't become complacent and fall into maintenance mode. Keep working and keep improving. Keep making yourself better and challenging yourself every single day. Anyway, the other day, it was beautiful outside, so we decided to take advantage of the weather and just put a little bit of love into our yard. It has been looking a little bit less than nice. Actually, it really hasn't even looked that good. It looks pretty much like the effort that we've put into it, which is rough. Like We have not put any effort into our yard over the last few months. 
The plants were sad. The mulch was not exactly covering the entire flower bed. And as the weather has kind of gotten nicer, I've really just had this urge to fix it up a little bit. And see, we're not in our long-term home. I know that it's temporary, so I'm not interested into pouring like a ton of money into landscaping and really making this backyard like this oasis or anything like that. But I want to like what I see when I pull into my driveway. I think that's really important. So we went to the local nursery, nursery, we bought some plants and dirt and mulch, and we just kind of spent the day sprucing up our yard, which is kind of one of my favorite things, right? I love plants and I love the process of gardening. I like to have my hands in the dirt and I really just enjoy that feeling of satisfaction when I can look back and see the results of my work. I'm sure that many of you are spending time in your yard as well this time of year. And as I was working, I just kept thinking about how much of what I was doing just really relates to life. Like the planting and the gardening process, it just relates so much to life. And I think just as I begin the process every year, I start in the same place and it's really somewhere that I feel like we constantly need to be starting when we go through these seasons, when we're trying to start over, when we're trying to move forward, or just kind of as a reflection on, okay, how am I doing? How are things are going? And the place that I start every single time I get into the yard is with pulling weeds, right? Pulling out the weeds and pulling out the dead plants. Well, this year, honestly, in the yard, I had a lot of weeds to pull. I swear that it's like they came out of nowhere. One day I look out and I'm like, okay, it's doing all right. And the next day I look and I'm going, oh my gosh, these weeds are like super tall. Where did they come from? They just grow so fast and they need no nourishment to thrive. Like a zero, you don't have to put anything into them. And like, there they are. It's crazy. Even in the concrete, right? There's no good soil. There's nothing yet. Here these weeds are just thriving away. But the thing with weeds is they will easily suffocate just about any plant around them. And if you've been around for a bit or you've listened to the podcast, you've been a part of Fix on Fitness or health coaching, anything like that, there's no doubt that you've heard us talk about the life garden. We often refer to the weeds of life that seem to sneak in. We all have weeds. We all have them. They take time and attention away from our precious plants. Everybody has different weeds, but they're there. And you have to start identifying them and get them out of your life. Right? You got to get the weeds out of your life. And then as you start to work on your yard, you got to look around. You've got to pull out the old dead plants. Some of them might have been your favorite plants over the years, but... If they're not contributing to the yard, it's time for them to go. What's the point of hanging on to like a once beautiful hydrangea bush that you can remember like it was so beautiful, the blooms were amazing, but the hydrangea bush is no longer producing and no like showing zero signs of green or life, right? Even though it was once awesome and a great addition to your yard, maybe now it's time to pull it out. Right? Those dead plants in life are those things that you know you need to dig up and let go of. And again, just like the weeds, we have them. All of us have them. They might have been great at some point, but they're no longer making you a better person or making you want to improve. And they're beginning to drag you down. This could be a habit, a relationship, a hobby, or even something that you once loved, but it seems to be something that you dread these days. It could also be something in your past that you just kind of keep clinging to or going back to. That one thing that you've tried so, so hard to get away from, but your mind continues to drift back. And listen, pulling out the old stuff 
isn't always fun. Often there's memories attached to it or there's something, there's a reason, right? That you've kept it there and you haven't addressed it yet. So it's not always fun, but it is necessary. It might take you way out of your comfort zone, but that's okay. And actually, let me just rephrase that because it will 100% take you out of your comfort zone. There's no doubt. But think about how much better your yard looks without those few dead plants hanging out front and center or taking up space in your planter. For real, it wouldn't matter how much work you did or how many beautiful plants you planted. The eye would go straight to the dead plants that you just couldn't bring yourself to pull up. So you've got to ask yourself, what weeds do you need to pull? What weeds are there? You've got to identify them and then get them out of your life. Pull them. And make sure you get to the root, right? I talked about getting to the root of things last week. And then you've got to identify what are the dead plants in your life? How can you begin the process of digging them up and getting them out of your life? And I don't want you to think that this has to be like a one-day thing or a once-and-done thing. The chances are you're probably going to have to make this a process and slowly begin to pull little by little and clean up those dead plants that are in your life. So now we've gotten the weeds out, we found the dead plants, and we're working on those, and now it's time to prune, right? It's time to prune the plants that you have left. And this is what got me really thinking about how much the yard relates to my life. I was cutting back our African irises and it just got my mind turning, right? Let's be honest because the pruning process is ugly. Like those irises didn't look terrible. I just saw some green. They weren't that bad. So it takes the plant from okay looking to straight up ugly looking, right? It doesn't look like it'll ever be beautiful again. I like hacked that sucker right on down. So now they're just like, all the same level, half-grown African irises. Like, they're not pretty. But the pruning process is necessary if you want the plant to grow. You have to cut it back. Yes, it's going to look sad and ugly for a bit, but then it's going to change. In fact, when it comes to pruning plants, here are a few reasons that experts suggest that we do it. And yes, I totally Googled this because although I really like plants, I am by no means a, like a plant expert at all. But pruning, it prevents disease. Pruning encourages growth. It promotes better flowering. It keeps shrubs in shape. It trains shrubs. And pruning improves and sustains the health of the plant. The process of waiting for the new growth can seem like it takes forever. But then you see a new leaf or a new flower bud and all of a sudden the growth just explodes. The deal is we can't see what's happening inside the plant. Like we can't see it. But things are happening inside the plant and beneath the soil. Parts of the plant that haven't seen light are getting plenty of sunlight now. The plant is repairing and renewing to prepare for new growth. It sounds a little like the process of digging that I talked about last week, right? And if you didn't catch that episode, please, please, please head on back and take a listen. It was last week's episode. So we've got to prune too. And this happens with honest reflection and with a commitment to suck it up and do what needs to be done. Again, just like with the plants, the pruning process can be ugly and messy, but it's necessary for growth. It might not be the most fun thing you've done in your life. You might have to cut off some parts that have been dead for a while. You might have to cut back a little bit further than you want to. 
but the pruning process will be worth it. Eventually, the new growth will come. We've got to be willing to go through the ugly, right, the mess to get to the growth. So sit down and get real. Stop avoiding or pretending that certain things aren't going on, right? Ignoring the parts of your life that you need to prune is not making you better and it is not making them go away. The longer you wait, the harder it gets. It's like stuffing all the crap you don't want to deal with in the closet. That's probably the analogy that I use because it's on the top of my mind since I just cleaned out Blaze's closet. All the crap he didn't want to put away or deal with was stuffed right into the corner. It's like he thought it would go away. He thought we would never notice. He thought he was never going to have to deal with it. But at some point, all of that crap will get pulled out and you're going to have to deal with it. You can't hide it forever. And pretending it's there, not there won't make it go away. So what do you need to prune? Right? We got to start the pruning process. And then we got to set up a barrier. Our tiny little yard has a small hill. So as we gave the beds a facelift, it was necessary to put up a barrier so that the new mulch and the new dirt that we put in wouldn't just wash away with the first rain. It was a simple barrier, but it protects the beds and it keeps the mulch where it needs to be. We all need barriers to protect our plants. I'm terrible, terrible at barriers, but I'm getting better. We can't let everything in and we have to protect our energy so that it's not spent on things that don't matter. I also like to think of barriers just as your environment. And yes, I know you've heard this before, but listen again. Like what types of things and people are you exposing yourself to? Are you constantly surrounding yourself with things and people that encourage you to grow and be better? Or are you just going through the flow, moving in and out of groups and places with like no real purpose? We have got to protect our environment. Otherwise, things will come in and go out without us even noticing. But even if we don't notice them, they're still affecting us. What types of barriers do you need to put in place so that you're filling yourself with the good stuff and you aren't allowing your energy to flow out, spending it on people and things that are draining you? Right? we got to set up a barrier. Now we've got kind of everything set up, right? It looks ready to go. Our barrier's in place. There's no weeds. The dead plants are gone. We've pruned the plants that are still there. Well, now it's time to plant our plants, right? Planting the plants. This is the fun part. The best part about gardening in life is that we get to choose most of our plants. We might have a few that we didn't choose, but we get to plant around those. We get to add to them and we get to design it all in a way that looks beautiful. Just like your garden, right? You get to create your life. You get to create it. You are the one in charge of the plants you plant. You have control over what you allow into your life and what you don't. Some plants thrive better in certain soils or environments, so your plants might look different from your neighbors or your friends. That's okay. But you have to make the effort to plant your plants. Put things in your life that you enjoy, that, you will, that like allow you to thrive and that challenge you. Don't spend your time planting and taking care of something you dislike just because someone said you needed it. You don't. You worry about you. You take care of you. Sure, there are going to be some things in your life that maybe you have to do, but for the most part, choose to plant things that bring you joy. And understand that despite wanting everything, we can't have everything. 
right? As I go to the nursery, I'd love to bring home every single flower and vegetable and fruit tree that I can find. But that would create a crowded yard and I don't have the time or space to take care of everything in a way that makes it all thrive. So what I have to do, I have to pick the plants or the things I like best that I know will thrive in my yard. Maybe I can have some small pots with additional flowers that don't require much effort, but those are small parts of my life, not the parts where I'm spending the majority of my time. I hope that makes sense. So we've got our plants planted. We've done the fun part. Everything is looking pretty. Well, now we've got to nourish it and be patient. Yes, I said it. I think I might say be patient like every week. But take care of the plants and be patient while you wait for them to take root and grow. Fertilize them, feed them, and watch them. Right? They will grow. I know you've probably already memorized this, but the right actions will always produce the right results. Your plants will grow if you take care of them. But you have to be diligent in taking care of them. You can't just plant them and walk away, never watering, feeding, or caring for them. Just be like, oh, I hope you do okay. Yet that's what so many of us do with things in our life. And then we get frustrated because we never see results. We do something for a few weeks and then we forget about it or we get tired of it. Or we stop being consistent. We do what we need to do every once in a while, but we never actually commit to the process and become consistent. And then months later, we're sitting here wondering what happened. We don't understand why our plants didn't flourish and produce. I promise you guys, I promise If you do the things you're supposed to do, your plants, your results will happen, right? It might take longer than you like, but it's going to happen. You know, it's funny, and I've told this story a few times, but when we lived at our house in East Hill, we bought this orange tree, and we planted it, and honestly, when I brought it home, it already already had oranges on it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this tree is going to be amazing, we're going to have fresh oranges, So, right, we plant it in the perfect spot. I follow all the directions. We take really good care of it, like, for years. I'm talking, like, five or six years here. We took care of this thing. I pruned it and watered it and fertilized it. I made sure, like, it was getting the right amount of sun. And the leaves were always really beautiful, but this dang tree never produced any fruit. Like, not one freaking orange over the course of five years. I pretty much chalked it up to the fact that I must be just a terrible gardener or that Bailey's Nursery clearly sold me a crappy tree, which, you know, here we go, right? First first thing that comes out of my mouth, I'm blaming someone else, which is what so many of us do when we're not getting what we want. We're just going to blame somebody else. Nevertheless, we just kind of kept taking care of it because after years of doing it, it's just kind of like what we did. And no lie, we sold that house in March of, I don't remember what that year was, but I know that tree had been there for a solid like five or six years. So that summer, my old neighbor sent me a picture of that orange tree. The thing had more fruit than I could have ever imagined. Like it looked insane. There was oranges everywhere, right? The one tree that had never produced, not even like a single orange and maybe got a flower, but nothing even close to an orange now had more fruit than, than they knew what to do with. The girl that bought our house was having to give oranges away to anyone and everyone because there were so many. All of that nourishment, those years of nourishment, they weren't for nothing. It wasn't for nothing. Maybe the tree like hated us or something. I don't know. But all of those years paid off. You know, that tree has now produced consistently every single year. 
every single year, an abundance. Who knows what kind of repair or preparation was happening below the surface that we couldn't see. But obviously, something was happening. That tree was growing strong and eventually it produced a bounty. So nourish your plants. Even when you can't see your efforts paying off, they are. Every single right thing you do makes a difference. Every single right action is moving you forward. Stay consistent. Keep doing the little things you know you're supposed to do and your efforts will pay off. It's spring, guys. It's time for a cleanup. Regardless of if you've had the best year of your life so far or if you're in a struggle, we all need to consistently clean up. We all need to do a little bit of pruning, evaluate our garden, do a little planting, make sure we're nourishing. Right now is the perfect time. So take a few minutes, get outside. It's beautiful. At least it's supposed to be beautiful. We've had a lot of rain here this week, but it's the best time of year just to sit down with your journal and start thinking and start planning. When it comes to you, the garden of your life, you got to ask yourself, like, what weeds do I need to pull? What dead plants need to be removed? What areas need to be pruned? What does my barrier look like? Do I even have one? What plants do I want to plant? Not what plants do I have to plant? What plants do I want to plant? What's going to thrive in my garden? And what am I doing to nourishing, to nourish my plants? Right? We have to ask ourselves, what results am I after? And what actions am I doing consistently to get there? Like you've got to ask yourself these questions and you've got to like do more than just a one-liner. Right? These require thought and reflection and time to work through. And probably every season it's going to look a little bit different. Right? It's your life. Create it the way that you want it to be. You get one shot. Right? We get one shot at life. We've got to make it one that's worth living, the one that we enjoy. Sure, we got to do crap we don't want to do sometimes, but overall, we should be living a life that we love. That is what I've got for you guys today. I hope that my gardening experience kind of expired you a little bit. But um, I want you to know you have got all the potential in the world. So let's get growing. I hope that you have an awesome week, an awesome weekend. If you're on spring break too, I hope that you enjoy the rest of it. Please, please, please let me know how we can help you. If you have not jumped into the FOF Training Center for a free week of classes, free week of workouts, what in the world are you waiting for? We are rocking and rolling. The environment is incredible and the workouts will 100% kick your butt, but in a great way. So stop by, come look around, come meet Josh and I if we haven't met you already and just make a commitment to try a week. It's free, seriously, no strings attached. But I am here for you, however it is up to you to reach out. And please, please, please take a minute to share this podcast with your friends or your family or coworkers. All the shares that we can get to put this out there are very, very much appreciated. Also, please hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode when they come out, typically, which is on Thursdays. But enjoy your week, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find me on social media at Fixed On Fitness. Don't forget to hit subscribe, 
Go have an awesome day.